For episode 27, I chat with business powerhouse advisor, founder, community member, and mom, Seema Alexander. After spending years as a brand strategist and advisor, Seema founded her own company, Disruptive CEO, in 2014 to help founders and CEOs better strategize their plans and brands using her own unique method. Seema has been a holder and an active community member since day one. She has been a pillar of the Leaders on Chain community and was an organizer of the uber-successful Be Friends Takeover event in Miami back in November of 2022. In May of 2023, Seema was selected as a speaker to share her business expertise on the VCon community stage. It was an absolute pleasure talking to Seema and hearing her story about how she came up through the community and getting her perspective on VCon and all things VFriends from her amazing business perspective. I understand what people may think, but listen, Discord is unbelievable. Again, back to the community I built, it's just kind. It's, you know, it's nice, it's thoughtful. Tons of news, learning, unbelievable OGs coming in and helping. And that is a game changer. Our grandparents did not have this. That to me excites me. I mean, I've spent the last 12 years building Gary Vee. I want this to be my Harry Potter, my Pokemon, my Smurfs. Like, this is a very big ambition for me. I will spend the rest of my life building this intellectual property. You are now listening to the VFAM Sessions Podcast with your host, Mr. Messer. Oh yeah. Subscribe, like, VFAM, what's up, Rob? Uh, Mr. Messer, back for another amazing episode of the VFAM Sessions. I'm so excited to have uh, just an amazing powerhouse member of our community, um, Seema Alexander. She's a founder of Disruptive CEO Advisory, creator of the Unique Method, and just uh, an amazing, amazing friend and spirit. Uh, Seema, thanks so much for being here. How are you? I'm good, Rob. Thank you for having me. It's been a good day, and I'm looking forward to having this interview. Of course, of course. Um, you know, obviously, you like like many, you were on uh, my radar as just being involved in the community and you know, leaders on chain. Uh, you know, V uh, V friends takeover, and you were headlined at VCon as one of the community stage speakers. So I uh, can't wait to dive into that. But it was so nice to finally meet you, IRL, uh, this past VCon. But we, before we get into that, I'd love to just kind of take a step back. If you could give us just like a one to two minute cliff notes on who SEMA is prior to NFTs and all of this. Oh, yeah. That's that's probably one or two minutes is tough for many, but we'll do our best. Okay, let's start off. I'm a mom of two. I have a 13 year old, and nine year old, two girls. I've been a wife for 20 years, um, born and raised in Silver Spring. Um, I grew up in a small business immigrant family. Uh, they came here literally with nothing, started, uh, I grew up in uh, hospitality. So they started the first Indian vegetarian restaurant in Washington, DC. Um, so I started working when I was 12, uh, probably in every aspect of hospitality you could imagine. Um, but my journey in terms of why I do what I do now, um, which is help and grow and scale companies is because the business went from doing really well to close to bankruptcy. Um, and at a young age, I learned a lot of things about 
the realities and the pragmatism behind entrepreneurship and, you know, the things people don't talk about, like the human side, right? And I think that's probably why I tend to um, have alignment with Gary because he speaks to a lot of the real stuff behind it. Um, and so uh, who I am, I run an advisory company. I have a methodology called the unique method that helps founders really hone in on uh, their unique brand positioning in the marketplace and refining their business model so that they can be much more intentional in their growth. And what I call this phase is moving from, you know, the spaghetti phase of like starting a business and throwing spaghetti against the wall. And that can take a couple years. That could be, you could be 10 years in, right? But when you're really, really ready to make core decisions about who you are, what you do, what you do best, how you do it uniquely and differently, um, you know, how do you package that and then go to the market with much more intention, so much shifts in people's businesses and it just feels more aligned. There's so much more clarity. And this has been like my passion, my mission, my legacy, if you will, like to bring this model to you know, hundreds of thousands of founders around the world to help them make these decisions so that when they are scaling through hiring people and processes and technology that they're just, they have um, a, a real foundation for growth, right? And so I could talk about it all the time. I, I do a lot of community building. We can talk about Web3 and all that stuff when, when you want to get into it, but yeah. Amazing. I think it's so fascinating when there's connections and real origin stories that tie in. Uh, from people's youth, as, as you mentioned, to what they end up doing and becoming passionate about. So um, I obviously didn't know that. That's that's really interesting. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question, but I'm going to preface it first with sharing a tweet you did uh, from May 23rd, 2022, mm. probably post VCon one. Uh, Want to drop some serious roses right now at Gary V. You have no idea how much you have impacted my life, my family's life, my work. I could go on and on. V Friends is not only a phenomenal project, it's truly a way of life. Hashtag legend. Um, so, so that's kind of how, not how the story ends, but that's kind of almost present day. Let's take a step back. When did you first hear the name Gary V? Man. So um, when I was in corporate America for 13 years prior to starting my own business, and um, I kept getting that entrepreneurial itch and who, when you, you know, when you think of anything entrepreneurship, Gary would pop up everywhere. And I'm a, I get inspired through words, through like, you know, just, I, I enjoy those little, you know, videos and things he posted. And I'm like, man, like I can see myself making this leap and this jump and his message just always resonated. And I think, um, since I, since like I got involved with V friends, um, I've seen a whole other side of him. I've seen like, he's a true operator when it comes to business. Um, and so even as, you know, things have progressed with the way Friends started and where we are today, because of what I do, I feel very connected to their journey, probably more yeah. than others. Um, and I just, you know, I think it was the day he literally was like in the beginning of May where it's like this NFT craze was starting and he was doing tons of posts about like, listen, this is a project I'm doing just almost like trust me, like be, this is something that I'm putting out in the world that you want to be part of. And I've worked with close to a thousand founders now and to spur a founder to have so much conviction around something, he wouldn't put his reputation on the line if he didn't believe. And so 
I knew through that I just had to be part of it. I didn't know what I was investing in. We had just closed on this house. Like we like, you know, we didn't have a lot of like uh, money just lying around, but I was like, I just got to do it. And so what's been really cool as my kids have been involved, my husband's been involved. So it's been like a family journey through the process. Uh, and I've just met so many, so many incredible people. So, um, yeah. That's fantastic. So when he was doing, they were putting out those kind of educational tidbits, like this is a MetaMask, this is how you get Ethan, you were kind of learning. This was your first foray into the whole thing. Completely. Like Gary got me into emerging tech. Um, and I have stories because now I'm in an advisor for an AI company. Like there are things that have occurred because of the education and community and the confidence that I've been able to now have to be an early adopter in certain aspects. Um, yeah, I would have never like, not in that way, at least not in the way that we were all learning together. Like that wouldn't have happened. Thinking way back when do you, was there a particular piece of content or a post or video that resonated with you for you to jump in to, to his vortex? Okay. So uh, there's some personal things for me that like, if you looked at me, I'm 45 years old. Okay. I've had two pulmonary embolisms. So I've almost died three times in my life. Um, two pulmonary embolisms are blood clots. And um, the first time I got one, I was 36. And it went like a, it was in my calf. It went to my lungs. I couldn't breathe. It was this crazy episode. And, you know, I didn't know. I was still in corporate America at that time. I didn't know what I was getting myself into, meaning I didn't know what my body was doing. Um, but I felt so guilty about, not going back to work where three days later, I didn't know, I didn't process it. I was back in my office and all the symptoms came back and I ended up mm. back in the hospital for a week. And then it happened again when I was 41. And I, for, you know, he has this constant, like, you're not old, like, you know, um, you know, almost like live your life to focus on the things that you're very good at and, uh, that you love. And, you know, I'm an impact and profit person. That's my hashtags. Cause I do believe like, you know, when you put so much expertise and time in something, it, you know, it is, um, I want to see people sustainable and growing so that they can either put more into their community, their business and sustain themselves. Right. And his, I mean, there's so many of his messages that hit home for me at that time where I was like, I knew like that year was so big for me because I was like, okay, got it. Like, the universe is telling me something. I'm a big believer in science. So I'm like, I wanted to leave. I felt trapped. I was the breadwinner of the family. And a year later, I took the leap, but he was in my ear, <laughs> like, you know, and, uh, you know, I haven't looked back since. There have been like amazing moments, holy crap moments, tears, exciting moments, full momentum, you know, but like, it takes a lot longer than you think. And like, those are the messages that I resonate to. And I also teach, I don't believe in like, one TikTok can change your life, although he's, he might, but like, you know, I just know human beings and not everybody is that way. Like, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, him, him being in, in people's ear is a constant thread depending on, cause everyone's going through different things. Um, and I think there's a, a real, uh, impact of him being so consistent with his messaging because you hear it one way when you're 41 and depending on the season of life and where you are, the same message, the same video could hit so different four or five years later. 
So, uh, yeah, I know like I, I left a, a career and a job that I was really unhappy with in teaching. And I literally like put the podcast on my ear when it was time to like hand in my resignation letter because I was, I was, I felt those straps like tightening, like this is, you got to break free. And like, it was his messaging and his voice that like really helped me break free of that. I love that. Um, so, so back to, back to May of 2021, it's this crazy time. ETH is starting to skyrocket. Um, what, what did you end up with? Uh, meaning with VFriends, what did I mint? Yeah, what did you mint? Okay, so I was supposed to mint one. <laughs> I oh. minting four. Um, and it was funny because I wasn't as like, you know, I, I, I was watching and I'm learning, but I didn't pay attention as much of like, I was trying to figure out when my younger daughter was with me and we were like, okay, which ones, which ones? And then I ended up with an empathy elephant first. And it was... Elephants mean a lot to our family. It's just I'm from India. My husband's from Sri Lanka. I don't know. We just have this thing with elephants and the wisdom and the wiseness and all this stuff. So we have elephants all over our house. And that was crazy because you know what happened the first day with like even his system crashed and all that. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up, uh, I think it was day one or day. I got it on day one or day two. I forgot which one. And then I like that was trying to be strategic and I was like, okay, I wasn't looking at full on the characters. I was looking at his strategy in my mind, at least. So I got a very rare, awesome African shivet because he kept talking about the international implications and it was one of the mm -hmm. only international ones. Um, I ended up getting a rare badass bulldog because I just thought that would be a really cool brand. I could see that being built for, especially for the adult side. And it was really funny to hear my young girl, my daughter say, bad blank bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> she loved it. Um, we're, we're a dog family, so that works. And then the fourth, the last one was a, a spec, the fly firefly. I got the lot. Nice. That's and a nice. That was also because I love to help people fly. Like, it's just like, get them clear and unlocked, get them to focus on their potential. And my thought was fly firefly in terms of character would be that like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to help them fly, like, you know, like go to that next phase. So those that's are amazing how thoughtful you were. And that's a very nice variety too, uh, all over. So did you get into, like, obviously you put some thought into this. Did you get into the hype of the floor and the arbitrage and the selling and the flipping? Did you start to play that game or did you just enjoy them? And I'm, I'm holding. I hold, I mean, I guess I was always looking at this as, what, what he said, 40 years, right? Because I know business and I know I was listening to him and it takes a real, I mean, come on, creating the next Disney, like, you know, it's how long it's going to take and all the variations. And then obviously we we're early in the, in the industry in itself. So I, anything I did in the NFT space and I purchased, you know, different projects, I was looking at like long-term hold just cause, um, you know, it, good or bad, you know, hype cycles are really good. But for V friends in general, I haven't sold a thing. It's like almost like the fear of missing out if I do, because I'm like, right. I, like I, I've been, um, V2s are different. We can talk about that later. But like the two that I wish I also had was the uh, entrepreneurial elf. Like to me, that was like a no brainer. That should have been me. And then the uh, gift go. I mean, that would have been a nice. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. Super, super cool. So, you know, while we're on that, yeah. you know, obviously you, you mentioned his conviction before and that really spoke to you. And he's 
even when things are down, he's done nothing but double down on that messaging and how, you know, he would sell Vayner and everything in it if it meant to keep the friends alive and thriving. Right. Uh, and there's been, you know, especially we're recording this on June 20th, uh, 2023. And obviously we're in a, a tough market for, for crypto and people are, are down and people have left and people have fudded. And I, I feel, and maybe it's just me, I feel like so many people that are not exactly happy with, with the state of the union are just not listening to what he's saying. Like 40, 50 years, I'm not, this is not a Web3 NFT project. This I'm building an IP. Yeah. Uh, I just look from your vantage point and your expertise, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. I mean, since day one, that message has not changed, right? And I would get like, I, you know, I think I've written tons of like, when people are going at the project a year later. in the beginning, everyone was so excited. Yeah, the pricing is going high, blah, blah, blah. And then you see what obviously occurred a year later and two years later. And he also said 95%, 99% of these projects are going to go to zero. These are consistent messages for me. The reason I'm excited about this emerging tech and it's Web3 and now AI, so we can get into that if you want, but later, but it's like, you know, we went through, I went through the digital revolution, right? Like in before, so in the eighties when the computer, the internet came out, right? And like, so this, but like so many dot-coms failed early on because everyone was getting the hype cycle and that was the same thing that was occurring here. And so his whole strategy and, you know, and I know startup world. So like with Andy and May and all of those, like everyone's like, well, you have to do what the community is saying. You have to do this. And they had so much pressure that first year. And I'm, I have a lot of empathy for them because, you know, the realities of building a company is not the realities of what a lot of people had in mind. The, I think the arbitrage and the issue was there were a lot of people betting the farm on, yeah. you know, betting the farm on Gary, thinking that there'd be some real short term wins, which for a little bit, there was that arbitrage, but that wasn't his intention. He never, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that um, there are people who got probably gone to the, into the project that did that, right. That said, you know what, I have a couple thousand dollars in my account. I'm going to do it. And they're, they hurt. Right. And so it is, it's one of those things that, um, I've always seen this as a long-term play, but I've always seen this as a community play, Rob, more right. than a full-on utility play. And right. I think people, especially at this VCon, are starting to finally see that. Yeah. Amazing and beautiful segue because I was going to pivot to say what, you know, people are just as bullish, if not more so, on this community than the actual project itself. So while we're at, the, at this point of the timeline, uh, I'd love to hear what was your first taste of the community? Was it Discord? Were you in some of those clubhouse rooms? Yeah. Talk to us about that. God, um, I was probably on some clubhouses, but more so on Discord than clubhouses. Um, but I think what I got my taste, one, I'll just, and this is sort of the taste where it was like, Gary is building a business. This is a business, right? And it's not a project. So I, I'm a repos I reposition company. So I'm like, this whole industry needs repositioning, right? And all that. But he brought like minds together. And so when you have a value system that was clear from everything he talks about to his book, to the characteristics on these characters, right? Um, 
when I started to actually meet people, and I think for me, it was, you know, pandemic was occurring, but I went to NYC um, and I didn't go to NFYC, NFT NYC. I went to the VFriends meetup during that first one. And that's when I met Jeremy and I met um, Anthony and I met Davey. And it was just, I met, uh, who, oh my God, I met um, Gerard and like, like as soon as I entered this New York bar and I actually lived in New York for 17 years. So it felt like home again. It was really fun. I was by myself, but it felt, it was easy, but it was like, they were like family. It was so easy, Rob, right? Like I remember we were going and like, there was a secret wine party somewhere and I see Jeremy and I didn't really know Jeremy that well, but he was standing on the table and he's like, we're going this way. And like, everyone's like, I took a cab. I should have took the subway, but Gerard saw me by myself and he's like, I got you. Like, you know, and it was just like a very gentleman, nothing more than, you know, and it was just like, it was like, wow, like these people actually care. Right. And I met Andy Stork that night. I met so many incredible women that night. It was just like really just easy conversations. And that was the beauty of what Gary did was he brought people that really, again, shared values. Right. And that's very rare to come across. I haven't seen that in any other project. Uh, I, I, I have to agree. Um, it sounds like par for the course at any uh, VFriends affiliated uh, event uh, to this day. Yeah. While we're on these uh, small events and communities, you got into V Women, which I think then rebranded to V Leaders. Now that's it's Leaders Unchained. Were you, were you behind the repositioning and rebranding of these? It was. So, I mean, I'll just share the honest story here, right? So um, Emily, um, she came, uh, you know, um, I'm a Japanese girl. I think I, I'm going to mess up her hashtag or her. Right. I, I know, you I know, know who you're talking about. Yep. She had right before VCon, she said, hey, the first one, she's like, I'd love to like throw a networking group for women just to everyone to feel safe and supported, blah, blah, blah. She tagged me and Valerie. Valerie's Miss Community Woman got everybody together. I'm I'm a producer, so I can like produce events. It's like easy for me and uh, exciting. And I was like, yeah, why not? And then. Natty and Holly and Carly came on board and we were just sort of building this event, not knowing what it was going to do or what it was going to be. And then we had people from the community like Ben Fisher and Sal and like a bunch of people who decided like their sponsor and support. And it was awesome. And it ended up being close to over 200 people. We'd built relationships with Maha and like Gary showed up surprisingly. And it was what a cool way to start. Right. It was right after the hailstorm, you know. And then after that, it became like, all right, well, what are we doing? And we'd originally had the um, V Women because it was the group for supportive women, but inclusive. Um, and we, V Women was also an artist project, right? There's a, there, um, there, there's a particular NFT project around it and there was confusion. And so that's where the rebranding had originally started. But it was also, I think, after the event, we, we realized like, wow, like we could continue to go do Twitter spaces and try to figure out other ways to support the community. And, you know, we're, we're six women who are very different. <laughs> we all come from very different places, but we worked really well together. And we just um, and I think part of a lot of my education also came through that camaraderie. Um, but I think there was a misnomer in the community where we were trying to um, represent women of be friends. And that wasn't the intention. And mm. I think it wasn't well communicated on our behalf. We were just kind of like, we all have 
work and run companies or have jobs. And so it was just imagine getting six people together and having to make these calls and decisions. And it was, it was, it was fun, but hard, <laughs> like, you know, to like get our, our logistics properly. But at the end of the day, it was what we realized with this second event was like, we really enjoy connecting and highlighting good humans. And um, we're bringing creators and entrepreneurs, different projects together. It's not just to be friends, right? So, and it's like, to help connect the dots, to help shape like the, whatever this industry is going to be with Web3, with AI, you know, there are a lot of people trying to figure out their place, right? Everyone's been educated mm -hmm. early. And so a lot of people are like, do I switch my job? Do I do this? And I was in that boat for a long time. I'm like, until like, I think it was the middle of last year because I'm like the work I do. I mean, Gary's the business guru, right? So I'm like, I didn't know if I wanted to focus on being like an expert in the Web3 space, which I'm not, I'm not a technical expert. I'm a strategist at heart. And I remember the day where I was like, wow, like I have years of experience. Why am I not showing up? And I think there are a lot of people in the community are stuck between Web2 and Web3 and wanting to do more on one side or the other. But the goal is just be authentically you and leverage what you know to support whoever the community that you're best or wherever you want to you know show up in the community so anyway that was a <laughs> but leaders on chain now is the um is the rebranded uh community and um yeah we're, we're learning and going as we go like you know but um really excited how this event turned out um, um pre the second vcon yeah, so back-to-back -back years, uh, amazing kind of kickoff events to the the whole weekend. Back-to-back -back years, Gary comes. So yes. was that, I mean, and I remember seeing the video from, from last year, from 22, when he just kind of showed up. Was that, um, did you guys go to Maha for an assist? How did that, what's the backstory of that? For the first one? Yeah. You know, I think what the beauty of our team and our, we're all relationship builders, right? And the goal is to add value, right? So um, I think through that, we had cultivated a relationship with Mahan. She'd actually come and spoke to all, not just us, but like the whole community, you know, we invited people. And um, I think it was, you know, she has a conviction for women in the space, right? And so she wanted to make sure if possible, uh, and, and Gary is also somebody who has a, um, con like a conviction around women with his mom and is it like all of that. Right. So it was just like, it sort of organically happened last year and it worked out and it was totally a surprise and amazing. Um, but we tried, you know, clearly we were nurturing, but we didn't know, right. We're like, mm -hmm. oh, who knows? Right. But I know this year he made it an intention. He showed up at the spec brunch. He showed up at um, Benny's event for the Hawks. He showed up at our event. Like he really, you know, he, that's the other thing about him. He like goes above and beyond like to show up for his community. Yeah, he, he definitely does. Um, must've been super neat. And, uh, really it's so these, these small micro communities within under the V friends umbrella are so important. And it's just the, to your point, the relationships and the education, I think that web two, web three, who am I conversation is, is so real. I'm living it. I'm still living it. Yeah. And I've been, I've been out of my traditional job for a year and a half now. Sure. So very, very poignant. Um, I, I'm going to pivot back sure. to where I was going to go because with your expertise, would you, and I, I don't know the whole acronym, and but 
would you consider vFriend still being in this kind of spaghetti phase? Oh, 100%. 100%. And it's not in any business. Okay, so I'll just tell you, who you are when you first start is never where you end up because there's a lot to learn, right? The beauty of it, again, I think Gary strategically is he has the um, he has a lot of the different variants, the pillars of the business. Uh, he's done it in different ways, but building characters and IP. So I like he brought in this creative director and he created 267 characters. But with like in general, if you're creating something like that, you you there's a whole development process. He did it opposite, right? Mm -hmm. and it, it, like we all have to understand, like that's not easy to develop that many characters. They may end up being the top 10, the top 15, the top 30, and they're ancillary, you know, guests. And that could be just a piece of it. Then there's the whole IP and working with corporates to really build out the toy, like the toys and the characters and amusement parks. And that's years in planning, years. And then we have things like the pandemic and we have things like, you know, like he has a whole portfolio of companies, you know, like, so I, they're a hundred percent the spaghetti. It's only been two years really like, you know, um, and, but I think in the next year or so they'll start to, because now what happens in, in business, right? Like you start off with an idea, you're going to learn through the process. You bring on a team, that team will do whatever it takes, but eventually you're going to bring expertise in. And now I think that's where he's at. He's bringing more experts who've been there and done that in different aspects. They're going to put their ideas in, right? Some of it's going to work culturally. Some of it may, may not work. We don't know all the back end stuff. I kind of know just because of just the, what I've done in the past for a mm -hmm. long time, but like, um, but look at the progress, look at VCon this year. Like, you know, like they take feedback um, and, and we're able to, you know, have this expert team of event production people go through all the details and day two, the speakers were so stacked and like the community events and, you know, it was just like seamless. Like it was a pretty, pretty seamless for the most part. So you start to see, like, I can't pay attention to everyday discord anymore or like, what's, I don't like, that's just me because it became overwhelming and too much. And business doesn't run on a daily basis for the big momentous um, announcement you're looking for, <laughs> like, you know, and I also think he learned, right? Because he was so excited. He was sharing all these things in the beginning, getting people's excitement up and some of this takes more time or things fall flat, like, you know, and, you know, he's being much more cautious than he's ever been. Right. In terms of what he's saying and what he's not. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You could feel and see the, the up level of, of that production. So was there any one move that they made? Um, maybe a collab, maybe an announcement that surprised you in a good way? You're like, mm, like, oh, that was a good move. Good move. Okay. Um, and you could go the other way too. Yeah, like. I, I kind of think oh, that's a really good question. I, I would tell you in my household, what's been like, <laughs> this is so minor, but it is not minor for me because um, m the goal for V Friends is it's going to hit the next generation of children, right? That's how, like, I, I have a nine, nine year old and 13 year old. So the 13 year old gets it, loves it. My nine year old loves it. Okay. So I came home with the V Friends water bottle from VCon, this VCon. All the characters are on it. 
And Raina, I have this video I posted on Twitter. I sent it to Andy. I was like hoping like she will be an ambassador one day. But she's like, and this and the heart trooper. And da, da, da. she's like, oh, I love you. For, like it was like a moment because the characters are resonating to my young one. Right. And obviously we're a V friends friendly home and she knows, you know, because Gary's always on my ear or whatever. Right. Like she hears it more than others. But I think it's the it's it was like, wow, like this can really work if they continue on. They get in front of those children. It was to me, it's that right. It's like the more messaging, the more the characters come out, like the kids, the way her like she just shines like when she talks about me friends it's so cute you know the socks and the you know and like the other fun thing like i've never actually i've done i'm part of a lot of communities but merch was never my thing like it just uh -huh. was not it wasn't and i like i have so much me friends merch and the cool part about that and they did that early smartly like a lot of these web3 projects but you know, it hits differently when you're walking in an airport and you see somebody, even if you're wearing a V-Friend sweatshirt and there's a Board Ape Yacht Club sweatshirt. I remember the first time walking in the airport in Indiana, uh, Minneapolis, and somebody was wearing, you know, a Board Ape sweatshirt. I was wearing a V-Friend sweatshirt and we just looked at each other because we knew why we were there and we hugged each other. Like that was, you know, they were, I love the early branding, right? Because it was like, you're, we're part of this community. We know we're in it early, you know, um, all of that. So I think like the merchandising and the targeting both from a community side and then the younger kids, I can like see what is possible with the younger kids, right? Like, and that's exciting. That's exciting. Absolutely. I just had Katie, uh, teacher Katie on the other day and She's she made a really great point that I, I had never even really considered or thought about. And she, because we all know, like, yes, we're onboarding the kids. My my son loves it. Your daughters and everyone's, yeah. I mean, what's not to love? Right. But she made a, an amazing point that, like, our kids, like, are going to befriend each other through this. And I, it just ne it never occurred to me. I'm like, wow, that's powerful. Like, that's, that's going from community to, like, family. I mean, there is a lot of... Um conversation about next year having a group of I don't know if I'll bring my nine-year-old it would be nice but she would just be all over me my 13 13 year old to the conference next year but having a group like having something organized for that age group right so mm. they're not always just hanging with the parents they they have a group of others like and and other kids that they can go and experience this amazing entrepreneurial life slash web3 emerging tech conference like you know and in their own way um, so I agree that those, um, the values that the kids who are listening in are, are just ancillary, ancillarily happening through our, um, community is amazing. Uh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. And Gary did, did mention like he is predicting that there's gonna be a lot more families next year. I think that was a tweet or I can't remember where I saw that, but so mm -hmm. there, there's the writing on the wall for you. Yeah. Uh, real quick. I think. This is one of my personally, selfishly, one of my favorite moments. And I, a lot of people I talked to that had the opportunity to go to it uh, are just so happy because it was such an amazing event that I know so much hard work went into and you were part of putting it together. And that's uh, the V Friends Takeover mm -hmm. Miami from December of 2022. Um, can you just talk about that experience of, of how it came together real quick? And I, I know it was a, a lot of moving parts. 
uh, all remote done remotely to to put on this amazing what was an amazing event on in, in a you know a city that was I don't think anyone's home so it was uh, yeah, no um so you know the V Rose woman you know who I'm talking about yep <laughs> so she's she's a legend um she, you know her Sal Jeremy they were all thinking about bringing. Um, you know, the community of be friends together in when, when they're like um, events that are not at, at VCon, right? And so um, they had recruited leaders on chain and be minders and all the different community groups to say, hey, would you be interested in putting something like this together with us, right? And, um, you know, I think we all kind of played different roles in terms of what we brought to the actual production, but I go back to producing events comes pretty naturally to me, <laughs> like, you know, but it was actually a lot of work. It ended up being a lot of work because the goal of this was to showcase the V friends, um, not only like bringing the community together, but having these really fun activations and things that really showcase the project in a, in a very fun way. And um, I think we all, we all brought different connections and collaborations and sponsorships and sort of the detailed sort of of the event together. Um, and it ran, it ran, it was a crazy, crazy day, but it was amazing. Like, you know, and I think that was another testament to the power of the community coming together um, and what can be created and produced. It was, I think the first compete and collect tourney was there. Yep. Um, you know, we had, uh, Rock Soul was there. Other artists were there really just showcasing like the beauty of their their work. And, you know, our art is such a big part of Web3. And that was huge. Um, Sal, Sal, he always rocks it, right? Jeremy was doing his thing. We had the leaders on chain. Like everybody was sort of pitching in from registration. Yeah. That we had Sakari was there. Yep. Yeah. And I think that um, that continues to show like how do we support each other in our growth? as we're, you know, that was like a fun community event, right? But for us, and just some switching to leaders on change for a second, it's like everyone's trying to build certain things. So how do we uplift? And I'd love to share a quick story with um, on chain this year, but uh, are, are you familiar with the whole Robin Hood story? I don't think so. Okay. So in Miami, during our Basel, there was an artist who, um, he was selling hats and, and like paintings and beautiful things. And he met Gary there and he ended up giving Gary a hat and there was some connection made. Sakari was also in the mix. And after Gary left, there was a conversation with uh, Robin Hood and Sakari and Sakari ended up sponsoring Robin Hood to come to our, our event and set up a booth. And, you know, this uh, gentleman, the most pot, he comes from a very, um, and he shares it, right? It's like from drugs and violence and all of this stuff. And the art is what got him to become out in a way of like really showing up authentically of who he is and what he does and the positivity he spreads. And he drove almost, I don't know, it was 24 hours from New York to Indianapolis, brings all his hats and all his paintings. Um, and Gary came, Gary, you know, Gary was part of that. And that all happened. Benny, ben Fisher ended up, I mean, the whole community riled around him. He was amazing. He's like an amazing spirit. And like his hats weren't cheap either, right? Like people were just heavily supporting in this beautiful way. Benny Fisher ended up buying tons of his hats and big paintings. Um, and then like he got in front of Buster Rhymes and Spliff wore his hat 
and there's like a connection to 50 Cent. And the, the, the story just keeps going. I think he met um, uh, the guy from Shark Tank. Oh my God, why am I? Damon. <laughs> Damon. And Damon wore his Like, you know, and it was just wow. like this ongoing, you know, it started with Sakari making the introduction to us and leaders. And so, like, for us, like, that's the beauty of community right? Like one weekend can change one weekend, one day could change your life one instant, right? And that's, I think, what this community can do for each other. If we, you know, really understand what we're up to and what we're doing. And I'm, I'm really, really keen to see that continue to build over the next couple of years. Amazing. I, I, I heard snippets of that uh, story, but I didn't understand the through line. That's, a, that really is amazing. And it's, it happens all the time here, uh, just because of the DNA. Yeah. Uh, so, so with that, let let's go to to V. Let's go to Indy. Let's go to VCon 2023. Um, I guess a little bit prior to that, they announce, uh, you know, in the spaces in the the Twitterverse, there was a lot of pushback towards the team throughout the fall winter to do more with the community to involve them more they announced this community stage um they did uh, many things to yeah. in my opinion to uh help close the gap between the the team and the community but this was a, a big one they announced the community stage what was did you when you first heard it did you say like i'm, I'm applying 100 percent uh talk talk me through that and just the you know from from that moment to when you found out that it was going to be you yeah. Um, so it came out and I waited because I, there was a conversation of like, okay, do leaders on chain, do we apply together? Or what is like, what are the things? And I was like, you know, like I, I, like I told you, there was a moment last year where I was like, I'm going to show up as me. And like, that's all I can do. And I'm going to talk my strategy. I'm going to talk unique method. I'm going to talk about the growth and entrepreneurs because now I know this community is a couple years old and people, if they're building, are going to start to feel these pain points. And this is, I can add a lot of value. Right. And, you know, we, I know the industry has a repositioning problem. I mean, now this is like my world. So I'm like, I have to apply. Like I just have to share and I want to also be seen as who I am, like, you know, and I thought that was also important. And I'm a big uplifter of community. I'm a community builder with in multiple things that I do. But um, I just decided to I'm going to show I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up as me. I'm going to apply. And that part of the application was sharing like why I think this is such an opportunistic time to have this conversation. Right. Because of what people are actually going through. And um, yeah, so then I think it was like a month, month and a half later, right, that it was announced. And I remember getting the email and I felt like I was like a college acceptance. Like, you know, I was like, wait, what? Like I had to like, and it was so weird. My husband, like the day before or the week, like that week, he was like, Seema, I can see you on that VCon stage. I'm like, he like, what do you mean? Like, just like, it was just funny. He just randomly said it. He's like, no, he's like, you should be on that stage. And then like, I was next to my kid when it happened. I was like, Raina, look at this. And she's like, what? Mommy? You know, it was like a, it was like a proud family moment. Like, you know, That's and then when fantastic. I found out Benny and Raul were with me, I was so ecstatic because I had just met Raul a few months ago, but he does early stage and I love what they're doing with day one. And Benny and I connected last year. Uh, we met at the spec lunch and he was like, already doing his video production thing but like we just vibed on business and networking and all that stuff and we've kept in touch so he's an operator and he's really good at what he does so it was a it was really fun to be part of that amazing such an honor and just to 
share another tweet uh, from May 21st. So almost a year from from your last one that I read. So May 21st, 2023. Uh, this week kind of just hit differently. Just got home and reflecting on all of it and just wanted to give thousands of roses to Gary, Andy, Maha, Daniel, and the V Friends team. Just know you all killed it. The community, the community, the community is stronger than ever. And you go on to talk uh, about a few other things. But uh, you could sense that there was a definite, definite just increase in in everything across the board. Um, from a from a community standpoint, obviously we talked about the production of the speakers, but from a community and in, in connection of people that may knew may many knew each other, but others meet for the first time, second time, third time meeting. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Just to like how was like second year of camp a lot of times we call it how was it for, for you i know it was great but if you could just elaborate no it was just deeper that's probably the best word right where it's like in the beginning you're just excited again i told you it was like as pandemic was ending so it was just nice to see people and then like party with them and talk to them and get to know a little bit and then over the year you know you're starting to listen on i listened to so many twitter spaces like i was like i had to kind of push myself back i'm like okay focus on the things you need to focus on but it was like you i was getting to know people and then here the relationships just got more deeper more real and more supportive like you know and you know when you're walking around and you see people i mean from day one there's been a ton of hugs but like you know it just it just now i feel like i know someone deeper so that if I do have a connection to support them and help them, I can, right? And I think that is how we all should be thinking, you know, is like, how do we bring value to the people that we know are good people that are doing certain things, like, you know, and, and that, I mean, it blew me away this time because it's like, now you're, and you, some people are bringing their families and other people are like, you know, and it's just, um, it, it, it felt good. Let's just say that it felt good. And the cool part about for us, Rob, is like we've been there since the beginning, right? So I go back to something Gary shared with us early on. He's like, I'm building the next South by Southwest, right? And now South by is what, 18 years old, right? And just we're like the OGs. So to be an OG and to be consistent in the community, you know, that's just, it's gonna, it's just, it's, it's, it's a rare thing to happen when it's a strong community like ours. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we keep on saying that we're in it's, you know, and why not? Because we're, we're so, we're so, have so much conviction in this one. Um, so I know I use it probably more than I should. It's come up a lot of times, but let's take a step back. What does that word even mean to you, community? Oh, that's great. Um, community means connection to somebody with a like mind, right? Um, community means that I know you enough to support you, to help you in your growth. Um, community means that I feel supported, right? And like, I know I'm not alone, right? And like, if I was to tweet somebody and be like, hey, can you show, I'm in New York, who wants to hang out? Like, it's gonna like, you know, it's a, it's not superficial, right? And I think, um, you know, I remember last year, um, I, I'm one of the co-organizers and now advisor more so for DC Startup Week here, and we support about 12,000 entrepreneurs locally. And Natty and Sal, like, totally volunteered and came and supported and helped. So do some, uh, you know, uh, panels uh, with some pretty high profile folks here. Natty, I got her on her first um, panel about community building and the NFT side, but like, 
she was like, whatever you need. She literally stayed with me. Like, you know, and I'm like, wow, like I know her, but I don't know her. She's part of the leaders on chain team, but she was just like, and I was like, that's like, and I'm a, I can make fast friends. I, I appreciate it. Friends become family. Like that whole thing Gary was talking about, like it's been me and my husband since we were kids like that. That's truth. But it was just like so easy. And like now she knows my kids. My husband's family was here. She knows like it was just like so, wow, like you're coming to help me with DC Starter Week. Like that's not even anything to do with me, friends. But right. it was it was really sweet. That's very special and, and amazing, amazing and just fitting example to articulate how this community is different. I don't even need to ask you that question because you've uh, through many, many examples throughout the last few minutes have, have shared that. I'm going to pick, I'm going to, just because of who you are and your expertise, I'm going to pick on this again. So right. we, we wrapped up two years of, of VCon, you know, on paper, there's three. Personally, I think me and many other people think it's going to go on and on and on. Curious of if it did go on to the public, this hypothetically Gary's plan, he's going to give everyone for free years one, two, and three, and then open it up to be a South by, you know, actually use fiat and cash to buy a ticket to open to the public for um after you from sure. 2025 and on what would be you if you were coming into the team how would you position year three um to get ready for that transition mm. so i mean i think this year was a very pivotal year for them because they had to figure out a way to show that this was more than a web3 conference which they did right and so from the get-go because it became this life entrepreneurial and emerging tech is how I'm calling it. And I think they probably will start positioning it that way. Um, that was really smart of them, like really smart because, you know, those motivational speakers like Eric Thomas and Charlie, CEO Charlie and Jesse Eisner, like they add a lot of value in the middle of, you know, and then having the really fun performances and Andy Garcia, I think it is who everyone's like, is that appropriate or not appropriate? Are we allowed to do that with me friends? <laughs> like, but it added, right. It added sure. a level of experience that people want more of next year will be very interesting. I think you bring up a really good one. They just got to do better with food. Like we all know that was the one only like real thing. And I think they were just probably constrained by contract. Right. But there, there is, that is a really important thing, especially for us vegetarians and don't like eating, you know, hot dogs and stuff all day long. So that's one. But um, outside of that, I think they are, if they're, I mean, obviously you're gonna have to pay the year after, like, you know, that's not sustainable in the way he sure. you know, has, and it, you know, for even for him, I don't think people understand how much of a, like how much expense it is to put on something like this, even though he's made a lot of money with be friends, there's a lot of expenses and a lot of um, business development that needs to occur to get to where he wants to be. Right. So, and you know, the amount of, NFTs that are switching hands are a lot less than they used to be. Mm -hmm. So that ongoing revenue is not there. So I think he's going to have to figure out different revenue streams. And this will be one. I think this was his year to also showcase people outside of the VFriends community that this is not a VFriends conference, right? Only, solely, like, you know, and I think, um, like, I don't know about you, but I left saying, wow, like, I'm inviting, I want, I, I literally call five people, including my brother, including some business people. And I was like, you got to come next year. Like, there's nothing like it. Right. So I don't, did you do the same? Did you feel? I, absolutely. I felt, I felt like, uh, like I'm not, I'm not going to try to explain people to people what V friends is or why, why it's special. I'm just going to have, I'm just going to bring them. 
yeah you just got to experience it you need to feel it um yeah i think that that's it but i i definitely came away feeling like oh like these are some big sponsors and these are some a a minus we'll call them uh speakers and yeah. i think it's all on both fronts are just gonna be leveraged to create this huge year three yeah and i so that's so my thesis back to that, i think there probably will be some early birds some special they're probably going to do something special for v friends holders i think they're you know because like it's like you want to and i'm curious how they'll do this but somehow get people um to commit earlier for either a lower price or discounted or something right because I don't know what that price point will look like yet, right? I, I don't know. Um, really, it's going to depend on their sponsor strategy and what can be subsidized and what can't be. Um, but I wouldn't be. Um, the thing I love about this is everything is so accessible. Aside from mm -hmm. like speakers have their own rooms and stuff. I wonder if they'll get into like sort of VIP sessions and this, that and the other with different ticket levels. Like those are things that he'll have to work through depending on where the sentiment of the community is. But Gary's community is way bigger than VFriends. And that's also really interesting because, you know, this year it was very intentional for him to bring in a lot of like corporate people and like that's their audience for Vayner Media and, sure. you know, everything that they do on the bigger side. And I don't know if it's the bigger side, but the other side is portfolio. Um, so he needs to entice them to. Um, show like, look at the types of people that are here and they would be perfect for your products or solutions. So there's going to be a lot of that, in my opinion, some of that strategic matchmaking to get, you know, the sponsors to see the value in the people that are here and vice versa. Like, you know, I hope they keep tons of that community feel. I don't see him not doing it. Um, but I, that pricing strategy is going to be interesting, you know, cause it's going to deter some people. It is what it is. Right. Um, but I wonder if they're always going to do some sort of discounted rate for a friend. I think that makes sense. I could see it being kind of like a, a flipped model compared to what we're normal, um, what we normally see for VIP, like VIP for V friends. It will be VIP, but it will be the lowest mm -hmm. price point yeah. um, to give them the, the most value. I could see something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the, the brand matchmaking is, is something is a really fun game to play, especially as the speakers come out like, oh, are they with? Vayner or is Gary working on something? Are they doing a project? Yeah. Um, so. And I wonder if the, they'll use the burning mechanism for like V2 to get a ticket. You know, I don't know. There could be a lot of different giveaways this year. I mean, I'll, in my perspective, they probably struggled to get people there. Like, you know, because mm. of the market turn and, you know, like they're like at the end, he was giving away a lot of tickets. Like, and that to me, that means that, you know, there is a little less demand. And I think that was being seen in lots of different industry conferences this year. It's not just to be like VCon, right? So, but next year, I do think they want to hit that minimum of 10,000. I think it's very possible. Mm. Yeah. I mean, this, it, it's even with the ticket and the ticket was, I mean, 150 bucks, I think towards the end. Yeah. But just to get out there to Indianapolis, you not a lot of direct flights, you know, you got to put yourself up 200 bucks a night. Like it, it adds up it does. in this climate. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I, I really, I could really go deep in this conversation and pontificate and, and have some fun. But uh, I'm looking at the time here. I, I want to, do you have a heart out by the way, right now? Um, I have can a couple? go in an additional few minutes if you want. Okay. Okay. Awesome. All right. I just want to First, thank you for, for coming on and I really, really 
appreciate your your time and your just your your wisdom and and just your your warmth. So thank you. Um, I just want to get that out before we head into our quick last segment that I like to call uh, micro macro spitfire. So I'm going to rattle off a lot of quick ones at you. You could get super general, yes, no, one word answers, or you could take your microscope out and and dig as as deep as you'd like to and elaborate. Um, here we go. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> if someone's getting to be friends right now, who do they need to follow? Jeremy. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Multiple people. Jeremy, Sal, leaders on chain, of course. Um, God, VFAM. Uh, there's so, there's just too many really good groups here. Um, who else? Um, Alyssa, um, God, you name them, teacher, <laughs> like Rob. All the above. All the above. There's just so many good people. Favorite teacher you've had growing up and one reason why? Oh, man. God, why? Okay. Um, Mrs. Fletcher, third grade. She was an African-American teacher. And she had a really hard time. There's like situation going on in our class, but her and I, I just saw her and she saw me in a way that no other teacher had seen me. And I have so much respect for her. And I've, she's like, she just kind of helped me get out of my shell, Mrs. Fletcher. I love it. Secret talent that you have that most people don't know about. <laughs> oh man. Uh, we've talked about talents and hobbies. Um, on a talent it's a hobby i love dancing to reggae and hip-hop like reggae is my jam i grew up with dance hall reggae um love 90s hip-hop and reggae <laughs> so that is definitely and i yeah yeah i love karaoke but i'm not good <laughs> let's go <laughs> what what's your what's your go-to on the karaoke stage uh lauren hill killing me softly or vanilla ice 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 baby okay okay <laughs> if you if there was a new rule where you had to get rid of all of your social media platforms, except for one, which one would you keep? LinkedIn. VCon 2024 will be in what city? Mm -hmm. uh, I think I hear, I'm hearing Toronto, so I'm going to stick to that. Toronto's a front runner. Yeah. Bougie hotel or hiking and camping in the woods? I like them both. I like them both. It's a hard one. Um, probably bougie hotel, but I don't like bougie. I like character hotels. So I like, yeah, character hotels. I don't know. I'm in the middle. Sorry. <laughs> Favorite concert you've ever been to? So um, I, the last, I just, okay. It's, this is just a fun, cause it's right off the top of my hand. I just went to a nineties concert with TLC, uh, in Vogue, Shaggy, Sean Kingston, and it was just like two weeks ago, and it was just so much fun. It was so nostalgic. <laughs> but I've been to the Beyonce Jay Z concert. I've been like, I don't know. I love festivals. Um, actually, let me step back. Right now, the Busta Rhymes concert at Vicon was probably one of my favorites of all time because I was like in the pit, three humans back from Busta and Spliff, and I danced my ass off and sang every song I could. Like that was so dope. It was they so they crushed it. They, they really did crush it. He was like, oh, gee, good. He's so good. He's so good. So the, the, the bar was pretty high, and I, I have to say everyone said he exceeded it. Yeah. Uh, wine, beer, coffee. Wine. Red wine, cab, full body. Easy. <laughs> Paper hands, pony, or the koala? 
Paper Hands Pony or the Koala? Um, probably the Koala. Gratitude Gorilla or Patient Panda? Gratitude Gorilla. What character do you need to spend more time with? Oh, man. Um, M the Elephant. I love that character. I'll spend time with that all day long. <laughs> Would you rather have a two-hour group dinner with Gary, so you and, let's say, nine other people, or a 10-minute one-on-one? 10-minute one-on-one? No. <sighs> Shit, man. You're asking hard ones, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, probably a 10 minute one-on-one. How do you want to be remembered in this community? Um, someone who adds a ton of value, someone like your go-to business growth strategist. If you're working through any entrepreneurial stuff and you really want to make a name for yourself and have a mission and, um, I want to be known as a friend, as a supporter, as someone that you know that will highlight you and try to get you through whatever you need. Um, but yeah, like just a good human. <laughs> and if you could ask Gary one question and he had to answer it right now, truthfully, what would it be? Um, you know, it's one of the hardest things, Rob, and I got to share this because I don't know if other people feel this way. I feel like it is like I, I because I know who he is and he gets asked all these things. It's really hard for me to ask him things. It's like really weird. It's like I feel like I haven't had that full on connection with him compared to a lot of people because. I just feel like I don't want to be that burden. Like I don't want to be mm. that other person asking him things when I know he has a shit ton going on and not that he would not. Um, but I think I would just ask him like, um, he blows my mind how productive and efficient he is just like, and you know, I know he says he, he, he drops certain balls and does this or whatever, but like, I think he has so much respect from the people that he serves. And so um, I would ask him for advice of how to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to bring a framework out to the world. And I really want to do this in a way that uh, feels authentically me and professional and really can help people. So I would probably ask him advice on how to bring that to life in a, in a much more, uh, just his way, his way. <laughs> Amazing. That's so thoughtful uh, and sincere. Uh, Seema, this was so fun. I can't thank you enough for your time. It was, again, so great meeting you. I, I hope that was uh, the first of many meetings. And uh, please check out Seema's podcast. Spag forgive me. Sp spaghetti to growth. It's just from this spaghetti to growth. Filtered, like unfiltered founder stories, kind of talking about their journey from the chaotic beginnings to success and everything in between. I love it, and I will definitely link that up here. Uh, so good to talk to you, and we will. Uh, yeah, we'll be in touch soon. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Rob. VFAM, thanks so much for listening to the end. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider uh, subscribing to it, writing a review, following us on Twitter, and subscribing on YouTube. Uh, your support means the world, and can't wait to see you at VCon.